On behalf of Bishop Carroll, Bishop Sante, all the priests, sisters, brothers, and seminarians, I want to wish all of you a happy and blessed new year. And the epistle is taken from St. Paul's Epistle to Titus, chapter 2. Dearly beloved, the grace of God our Savior hath appeared to all men, instructing us that, denying ungodliness and worldly desires, we should live soberly and justly and godly in this world, looking for the blessed hope and coming of the glory of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, and might cleanse to himself a people acceptable, a pursuer of good works. These things speak and exhort in Christ Jesus our Lord. And the Holy Gospel. Taken from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 2. At that time, after eight days were accomplished, that the child should be circumcised, his name was called Jesus, which was called by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. The grace of God our Savior hath appeared to all men, instructing us that, denying ungodliness and worldly desires, we should live soberly and justly and godly in this world. Words taken from the epistle of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In the late second century, my dear faithful, there lived a great Roman general named Placidus. Placidus had won great fame by earning many victories for the Roman Empire. However, he was not only a great general, but a truly good man. You see, pagan though he was, he was known for his kindness and generosity, both to his soldiers as well as to the poor. Those are virtues not common amongst pagans, but General Placidus was truly renowned for them. Now, it happened at one time that the general went out hunting with friends and servants. Together they happened upon a group of deer and saw that there was one deer far larger than all the rest. This one would be quite a prize to bring home. And so the fearless general charged forward. His fellow hunters eventually could not keep up in the chase, and so eventually it was just Placidus and the deer. At length the general found himself at the foot of a hill, but he quickly pulled to a stop, for there above him was the deer on the hilltop, and it was now unlike any he had ever seen before. It was surrounded with a resplendent light, and amidst the deer's antlers was a crucifix. Placidus was understandably quite stunned, and grew even more so when a voice came from the deer. Behold, I have taken this form to speak to thee, the voice proclaimed. I am the Christ, whom thou serves without knowing. Thy charity and and deeds of benevolence to the poor, our Lord told Placidus, have stood before me and have made me follow thee with my mercy. 
The just man, dear to me on account of his works, must not serve devils and false gods who cannot give life or reward. At this awesome sight and announcement, General Placidus still doubted who it was that spoke, and so he asked for confirmation. The voice answered, I am Jesus Christ, who created man from the slime of the earth, and for his redemption appeared in human flesh. Go, Placidus, to the city, and seek the chief pastor of the Christians, and be baptized. At these words, a grace enlightened Placidus' mind with the truths of the faith. He now believed even when the vision disappeared. Soon the general returned to the city, and despite the bloody persecution against Catholics at that time, Placidus was baptized along with his wife and two children. He took the name Eustace at his baptism. And the rest of his life reads like an epic with great sufferings and great glories. Eventually, despite leading the Roman army to victory, General Eustace was martyred along with his wife and two sons for refusing to sacrifice to the pagan gods in the very celebration of Eustace's own victory. Instead of being honored, the general and his family were placed inside a giant metal statue of a bull, which was then heated to scalding temperature. For three days, the fires around the bull burned with the Catholic family inside. Finally, the executioners took the martyrs' bodies from the statue. But though they were deceased, the bodies were completely unharmed. There was not one burn mark found upon them. The martyrs lay there so peacefully, and it looked as if the general and his family had simply gone to sleep. St. <clears throat> Eustace, as he is now known to us, is one of the 14 auxiliary saints. The 14 auxiliary saints are saints whom tradition has found to have especially powerful help in certain circumstances, such as St. Christopher and his help to travelers, as well as St. Anthony in finding what is lost. As God preserved St. Eustace from the fire, so he is one of the special patrons against fires, both earthly as well as eternal. This story, my dear faithful, shows us how good our God is to those who serve him. Glory awaits those who, denying ungodliness and worldly desires, live soberly and justly and godly in this world. St. Eustace, when he heard the call of our Lord, he answered it immediately. He was ready to sacrifice everything for Christ. His command over the army his wealth, even his life. In a word, he denied ungodliness and worldly desires. Instead, he strove to live in a sober, just, and godly manner. I did not tell his full life story, but I will tell you that he suffered and sacrificed much. He gave up truly everything in this world to start a new life 
for Christ. And now, my dear faithful, we have started a new year. Let us, like St. Eustace, start anew. Let us deny ungodliness and worldly desires. Let us live soberly and justly and godly in this world. Our Lord has so mercifully given us the call to love him by giving us the Catholic faith. We know Christ, and now we ought to love and serve him. In return, he will give us heaven and eternal happiness because the just man is dear to our Lord, as our Savior told St. Eustace. This new year, then, I encourage you to make a resolution to strive for a particular virtue that you have struggled with or overcome a vice that has been your weakness in the past. Out of the depths of his mercy, our God has called you. He is with you all the day, following you, hunting for your soul to give you salvation. Do not ignore him, but like St. Eustace, run to do the good. Run to Christ and eternal salvation in heaven. Glory awaits you, my dear faithful, both in this life and in the next. Let this new year be one of great progress for you in holiness and virtue and of comfort to the sacred heart. That, my dear faithful, will truly be a great victory that will last for all eternity. May God bless you, and may you have a happy and blessed new year. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.